Welcome back to DFS Deep Dive. My name is Jordan Kernan. I'll be rolling solo tonight. Brian is actually out. Um, we're brought to you by Durham Remodeling and Ryan Allison Tattoo. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Friday night from 7.15 until about 8.15. We run an hour. Uh, we'll go over some DFS strategy, our lineups, and uh, really just talk about the slate in general. Um, it'll be a little bit different tonight. Brian usually breaks down all the slates and uh, about we're good with all that, but I'm gonna go ahead and get that rolling here. Oh, if you haven't read my article yet, sorry, I'm on a NBA. NBA started, so we're uh, having a good old time with that. Um, if you haven't read my article, though, I've got uh, games to target, games to fade, as always. Um, don't forget about the trade deadline, especially in some of those season-long fantasy leagues. We've got uh, trades coming up here pretty quick. I believe the trade deadline is on uh halloween night so uh i don't think that should affect anything going into uh i don't think that should affect anything into this weekend um i think you see a lot of things on uh on monday tuesday um right before things are supposed to happen and really haven't heard crazy big rumors yet so i'm actually kind of interested to see what uh <clears throat> what's going to be out there Who's going to be going where? Uh, what teams are going to be tanking? What teams are going to be looking to make a big playoff push? So let's get rolling here. Um, kind of like last week, uh, just not a ton of games that are like really standing out. Um, that's probably the the craziest thing is uh, you just don't you don't have those games that just are popping off the slate like we did for the first little bit. Um, just a lot of, oh, sorry, uh, just a lot of mediocrity, really. Um, <clears throat> there's nothing over 50 points. I mean, God, there's nothing even over 48 points. So I'm going to roll through the games here that uh, that I really like. Uh, just to start, um, go ahead and start with New England and Miami. Uh, over under a 46 and a half, and Miami's a nine and a half point favorite. Um, Miami kind of got shown up last night against the Eagles. So uh, I do kind of expect them to come out here and uh, really try to get that offense going um, against New England. It was pretty pretty low-scoring affair when they played New England back uh, at the beginning of the season. But um, I definitely see uh, Bill Belichick likes to he, – he really likes to take out the uh, their number one weapon. So I could see him trying to focus on Hill. You could see maybe uh, Tua and Waddle. Um, have more of a connection. Sorry, I'm gonna get rid of this background. It's starting to bug me with this uh, with my microphone. You see my unfinished basement tonight. Oh, okay, that's better. Um, so yeah, and there's some pieces from the New England team that I like, uh, like Kendrick Bourne. Bourne's, uh really hasn't moved up in salary at all. So um, getting getting some Kendrick Bourne in there. Just super cheap. Sorry, I'm kind of pulling my lineup. I feel like I'm unprepared tonight. All right, that's better. Um, next on the slate, I've got uh, the Rams in Dallas. Uh, so the Rams travel to Dallas. Dallas coming off a bye week. Over under 45 and a half point total. Dallas given picks. Um, coming from a Cowboys fan here, I don't know. Dallas just, they always seem to play play to their competition. And at first, like the first the first two games of the season were just, I mean, just 
it's crazy how 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 good our defense is playing. And now, like we've lost uh, lost Trayvon Diggs, or yeah, Trayvon Diggs, and um, it's just bad. I just feel like we always just we're playing down right now. Um, Rams are coming up at, uh, off against the tough loss against the Steelers, and now they travel to Dallas. And they, the Cowboys team that's rested coming off a bye. Uh, no Kyron Williams to the Rams here. Uh, we'll have to see what they're going to do with the running game. Uh, they did have Darrell Henderson, but then they moved Darrell Henderson right back to the practice squad on Monday. So it could be uh, Zach Evans and uh, Royce Freeman. They could also move uh, Henderson right back up to the uh, to the active roster. Uh, the Cowboys are in a really good spot here. The Rams defense is as stout as it was in years past. Um, they're rested. They're coming in. Um, the Rams give up some points to the tight end, so I do like Jay Ferguson on CD Lamb. Uh, he just does all the work, and then Tony Pollard's in a really good spot. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff around the league, and just around the the websites in here show a lot of uh, a lot of Tony Pollard goodness is what they're they're thinking anyway. So we'll have to see how that actually shakes out. But um, I know that he's one of the one of the if not the highest owned running back on the slate at least going into tonight. So we'll have to see how that kind of plays out here. Um, <clears throat> so then, next one on the list, we've got Kansas City and Denver. Uh, I think this was a Sunday night game last time these guys played. It was just a couple weeks ago. And uh, I think 19-8 to 8 was final. Really couldn't get anything going. But they're in Denver this time. So you think that there's maybe a possibility that they come out and do something. It's uh, over under 45 and a half, and Kansas City's favored by seven. Feel like you know, I understand they're on the road, but I feel like this is one of those games where you can see like a nine and a half or a 10 point uh, 10 favorite. Um, Mahomes is doing he's really not paying off his salary, in my opinion. Uh, Travis Cuddy is just he's a beast, he's gonna get his touches, he's gonna get his looks. And then Isaiah Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco has been really good, he's priced pretty decently. Um, I don't think his price went up or down, he kind of got saved last week by a uh, by a touchdown there at the very end, which Pat Mahomes threw to him. So um, that was kind of my stack was Pat Mahomes to Isaiah Pacheco. But uh, there's easily some smaller. Um, there's definitely some smaller, uh, smaller, cheaper stack prices for this guy here. <clears throat> but, uh, you'll have to see here. I mean, I was like Mahomes and Kelsey, though. Uh, this is a. It felt gross to kind of write this one down, but Houston and Carolina over under 43 and a half. So not really looking for in Houston's given three and a half points. Um, I feel like Houston can really get after the quarterback and uh, Bryce isn't very good, but you can't deny that he's throwing the ball. Bryce Young's throwing the ball a lot. And when he's throwing a lot, he's throwing it to Adam Thielen. Um, CJ Stroud has been a very good and a very relevant the quarterback in his uh, start to his, his rookie campaign. And uh, there's no Robert Woods this week. So Tank Dell at a cheaper price looks like he could be a perfect stack option. He's only 4,900. So we'll get into that. Uh, then you have Baltimore, Arizona uh, over under uh, 44 and a half. Baltimore giving nine and a half points. Baltimore's coming off and just, just destroyed Detroit. Detroit couldn't get anything going. Lamar Jackson really showed out. <clears throat> his price came up a little bit, but um, he's in a great matchup this week. Um, but it always seems like Lamar has to have a competitive game to really go off. And that wasn't the case last week, but I guess the way they kind of were talking about things and 
you know, he was thinking maybe that they were going to come out and show him up. Um, I do think that uh, I do think that it's a good spot for him, but I don't care is going to be competitive enough to make Lamar uh, to make Lamar be uh, another relevant quarterback. Um, then you have the last game that I wrote up, Philadelphia at Washington, over under 43 and a half, Philadelphia minus seven. Last time this matchup went to overtime, um, Philadelphia in every little bit to come out with a win, um, over 60 points scored in this game. This, I, I said it last time we talked about this game. This is one of those games where they just play each other tough. It's a division rivalry match, um, and they just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Philadelphia can come out and they can slow down one of the best offenses in the league, but They'll let Washington hang around with them all day. So it, it'll be kind of interesting to see. Um, do I see another 60-point, you know, easy game that pops off? Eh, no, but I definitely see it over the 43-and-a-half total. So it'll be interesting, to say the least. Uh, so that's all the games that I have to target. Uh, games to fade. So Atlanta, Tennessee. Now, I do have pieces from both of these games, but just – it's not the game environment you really want to target. 35 and a half point over under. And then Atlanta minus two and a half on the road. Tennessee's going to be rolling out um, Will Levis or uh, Malik Willis. And it sounds like they're both going to get some playing time. So I don't think you can touch the quarterbacks. And that really kind of just kills their passing game, in my opinion, just because you don't know what um, Will is that he's going And he's going to run where uh, Levis is getting kind of his first first NFL action here. So it just doesn't look good. Atlanta on the other side, Desmond Ritter, the last three weeks has been really relevant. Um, not last week, but the two weeks before that, he was the millionaire maker uh, winning quarterback. He's still priced really cheap. He's got some good stack options. Uh, Bijan Robinson went from being one of those guys where you weren't sure if you could really trust, trust his price to, uh, he went from 7,300 last week, all the way down to stop so this is the price range that I could I could really see getting after. Um, Tennessee's good against the run, but B doesn't do all of his damage through the run game. He does a lot of it through the air. Um, he's had at least five targets in every matchup except for two. Um, last week, I really wouldn't count last week just because he was six, so he only played you know, 18% of the snaps. So really, matchup in his rookie campaign, he's had at least five targets except for one. So if he's feeling better at 6K, I mean, that's just a huge drop-off. And you know, if he does anything close to his potential, he's going to be probably pay that off pretty well. Um, and then Cleveland and Seattle, over under 38.5. Seattle giving 3.5 points. Uh, no to Sean Watson again. P.J. Walker, you had a huge output of, of points. Um, almost 80 points scored in this one last week um, when Cleveland played Indianapolis. And PJ Walker scored six points, six point nine. Um, just I'm pretty, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he was the starter. Yeah, six point four points, 178 yards, one interception. Um, yeah, 15 of 32 rushed times for three yards. Just, I mean, the running backs did it all. Um, Keep an eye on so Jerome Jerome Ford was supposed to be out the next couple of weeks, which would open the door for uh, Pierre Strong and uh, Kareem Hunt. But now Jerome Ford has actually been upgraded to question, so we'll keep an eye on that one here. And then the Seattle side, um, I think Tyler Lockett was uh, 
was on the injury report here. So Tyler Lockett's on the injury report, um, but he was a full talk participant today. Um, it was a hamstring. So if he plays and if DK Metcalf is good to go, um, one, the Browns didn't show up, but they're still number one against the pass. Um, so like somebody like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, like he was, he was him and uh, I can't think of the guy's last or first name, but uh, Bobo. Bo, um, those are kind of the guys that you wanted. They were super cheap last week, but um, with Lockett and Metcalf back, I just don't, I don't like that at all. Um, I wrote a little disclaimer this week. Uh, you, if you look at the quarterback situation, and we'll dive into the pricing and stuff like that. Um, it's either pay up or pay down. There's only a couple quarterbacks in the in the six thousand dollar range that I even wrote up, and I do one of them. But um, this just feels like one of those weeks where you're either going to pay way up or you're going to pay way down. So um, with that being said, I'm going to read off my lineup after we get back from a quick commercial break. And uh, we'll roll into these position groups. So here's uh, Durham Remodeling. Serving the Quad Cities area since 1973. And with over 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all of your home improvement projects. This family-owned business has you covered on all your needs. Protect your home or building from the elements today and get great roof repair services. Need new windows? No problem. Durham Remodeling can upgrade your windows and doors. Whether you want to upgrade the little details in your home or office or want to tear a room down and start fresh, the expert contractors at Durham Remodeling have your back. Even the smallest changes can completely transform your space. Ready to start entertaining your friends for backyard barbecues? Durham Remodeling will help you plan, design, and build your deck and patio for the perfect outdoor space. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. Call 309-786-6715 today for your free estimate for all your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309 786 6715. All right, all right, we're back. Um, before I get into my lineup here, real quick, uh, just uh, yep, so this is kind of where I was gonna, I was going way down. Um, I'm just kind of checking here, real quick, to make sure that this is still actually relevant. Oh, god, where is he? There he is. Um, Optimistic. So this is kind of where it's going to screw my lineup a little bit, um, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. So um, this is just a disclaimer that I'm only going to start this guy if Brock Purdy is out. So I started off my lineup with uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, he's only $4,300. Um, Purdy was in the concussion protocol really late in the week. Um, so they didn't think that he was going to, uh, they didn't think that he was going to clear. So I had Sam Darnold in there because at 4,300, 16, 15 points keeps you relevant in a tournament. And for cash, I mean, he just he doesn't have to do anything. And he's got all the weapons. Um, I, I tried to get the Christian McCaffrey as much as I really wanted to. And there is a way to do it. Um, but I don't have him in this lineup. And that was kind of where I was going to go with my stack. Um, so, matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and do this. 
because I do. Yep, I like that. All right, so I, I did. So I'm, I was going to snap Sam Darnold, push McCaffrey, which I did that. So Sam Darnold at 4,300, McCaffrey at 9,200. Uh, then Reese Hall at 5,900. Um, getting all matches, super cheap for a price going up against the Giants. Alvin Kamara, 7,300. I said it last week. Um, that was the last week we're going to see him for 7K. Uh, I was right, and I don't see him going anywhere. He's getting all the targets in, in the passing game. Um, and he's just doing all this offense runs through this guy. Then going with the the rookie who put on the man pants against San Francisco on Monday night. That's Jordan Addison. Uh, the dude just went off. Um, and going up against Green Bay, um, he was up against um, Chardavius White, um, which is pretty elite shutdown corner. And now he gets uh, Alexander. But we saw what he did last week, so I definitely could see him having another good game. Going up against Green Bay, a little bit different being in Green Bay. Um, he's going to get all the looks. I mean, he's the guy right now because uh, Justin Jefferson's still out for a little while. Then uh, Zay Flowers at 5,600. Um, another guy in a good spot. He's uh, getting a lot of targets. Uh, the Arizona secondary is not very good. Uh, so it's it's it, it's when Lamar Jackson's looking to throw, it's either him or uh, Mark Andrews. Then uh, somebody that I mentioned earlier, Adam Thielen at 6,600. Uh, another really solid guy. I mean, they're coming off a bye. Um, he's the guy on this team. Just double-digit targets. And three out of six weeks played. And no less than eight in five of those six weeks. I mean, just he's doing it all. And Bryce Young just looks for him every time he's in trouble. Uh, tight end paid way down. Trey McBride had a 28 uh, no Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is on the IR, and Trey McBride was already pretty. He was already pretty heavily involved in this offense. So um, to kind of to see, you know, I mean, there were some they, or some weeks where uh, Zach Ertz was getting you know uh, ten looks, and so now you're opening up uh, opening up all those looks to either you know Trey McBride or uh, you know Marquise Brown. Um, I was on the field for 53% of the snaps last week and got 18% of the targets. So um, last week he was the number two guy in targets behind Hollywood Brown. So, you know, the, the targets for Ertz have to go somewhere. So then, like I said, Christian McCaffrey, I did Tyreek Hill in this lineup, but, um, and it, I'd probably get back to something weird like that. But um, it just depends where I want to go with quarterback. Because like I said, Sam Darnold was kind of a lock for me. Um, at that price, and but if pretty plays, I don't, I don't want any part of Donald, so I'm gonna have to rethink really that. And then defense, I think I wrote it in my article as well. Um, there's a lot of pay down defenses. Um, if Purdy plays, I really don't mind getting to the Bills defense. They're only 2200. They let you do a lot with the lineup, and we saw what Minnesota did to, did to San Francisco last week. Um, a lot of a lot of these uh I'm trying to think now. Oh, we were talking about it the other week. Like a, a few weeks on the main show, we talked about uh, his Purdy MVP material. These last two weeks he has really shown that he is not the guy. Um shout out Joe Winkle, because I'm I'm not mistaken. He's the guy who uh he's the guy who said that he wasn't the guy. So um with that being said, let's run through the positions here. 
and let's start at quarterback. Um, and this is what I'm talking about, guys. You've got uh, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson, all over $8,000, all in great matchups. The only thing that I don't like is they're all on the road. Um, not to say that these guys can't do it on the road, but most of the lineups that win tournaments have a home-favored quarterback. Um, not all the time, but about 55 to 60% of the time, it's a home-favored quarterback. So uh, Pat Mahomes, if it hadn't been for Lamar last week, Mahomes was this guy. Um, he gets another solid matchup. He didn't do a whole lot. He only put up 21 against uh, against Denver two weeks ago in prime time. But um, you know, that could give him all the more room to kind of come out and say, hey, look, I, you know, he might be the owner of the Denver Broncos, just like Aaron Rodgers used to be the owner of the, uh, the Redacteds, as uh, another shout-out Joe Winkle. Um, Jalen Hurts, 8,200. Um, he's been solid all year. He's pretty good for a touchdown. Uh, that brotherly shove is just it works all the time. Um, just don't bet on his yards because he will stay in there and he will take me and he will cost you uh, some serious money. He was right at 25 last week for yards and then took three knees to uh, end with 22. If you had the 25 on yards, which I'm pretty sure there was a, a big parlor that was circulating, uh, circulating around that somebody missed because of that. So Jalen Hurts is. Averaging 24 points out of these top three. He's averaging the most points per game. Uh, Lamar Jackson showed out last week, 37.9 points. I'm pretty sure he had almost 300 yards passing and uh, two touchdowns in the first half. And then he rushed for another touchdown in the first half. And then they were kind of on cruise control after that because Detroit could just couldn't do anything. Um, that was his best performance of the year last week. Only by five points, he had a 32-point performance against Indianapolis. 29 point uh against Cleveland the week after that. So um he's up there. He's just had he's just had some floor games, you know, against Houston in week one, only eight points. Against Pittsburgh week five, only eleven points. So yeah, I wouldn't say he's boom or bust. He's more likely gonna get, you know, I mean, all three of these guys are probably a lot to get to at least 20 points, especially in the in the matchups they're in. You know, Lamar going up against the 28th ranked defense against the pass. Mahomes 29th, and then Jalen Hurts is the 30th. So, um, so yeah, like I said, I think it's a pay-up or a pay-down week. Um, I didn't write up Tua. Uh, like I said, last time we played New England, only 13.3 points. They are at home this week, so I, I do see there's probably a path to it. He at home, he's favored. Um, but the top three guys, I, you know, if I'm going to pay up for Tua, I might, you know, I might as well find the other, you know, 700 bucks to get up to Holmes or uh, 500 to get up to Hertz or you know, 400 to get up to Jackson. Um, I wrote up Kirk Cousins. He has been probably one of the most consistent quarterbacks on the year. Uh, he did have a little bit of a rough stretch with an 11 and a nine point, but then, I mean, he hasn't had anything less than 20 every other week. So just two really down weeks. He gets Green Bay here in Green Bay. Green Bay hasn't been good. Um, Jordan Love just doesn't seem like he can sustain drive. So I do see like Kirk Cousins probably getting some extra work. And honestly, Minnesota's run game, I'm, I'm waiting for the week that they really turn it loose to Cam Akers. Um, Madison's been getting the volume, but Akers has been doing just as much with less. So I'm really kind of curious to see, you know, if they're going to give it to the hot hand because Akers is the hot hand right now. But as long as they keep splitting the backfield work, Madison uh, keeps being uh, mediocre. Uh, Cousins is going to have to continue to do with his arm. So, look at his attempts on the season. 
one, two, three, four, five, five games out of his seven weeks that he's played with over 40 attempts. Um, and six out of those seven was uh, 30 attempts. The only week where he only he only had a uh, he only had 19 attempts was against Carolina, and uh, yeah, I don't know why it must have been a really good defensive game. Uh, skipped over Stafford, 6600 going up against uh, rested Dallas defense. Um, I do think he's Stafford's a pretty much a statue back there, so I could see him taking some sacks if something's not open. Um, he does have two great wide receivers who are quick. They're going to get out there. They're going to get open. So if the offensive line can hold back the Cowboys' pass rush, he should have time. But um, I see him taking some sacks, and I don't see him being super great. And even when he has been great, he has only scored 20 points one time this year. And 20 points at 6,600, just not going to do it. Um, first quarterback in the $6,000 range, CJ Strong, coming back from a bye. Um, his last two weeks before the bye weren't great. 14 and 15 points respectively. Uh, that was the good Atlanta defense and then a pretty decent New Orleans defense. So now he gets Carolina. Um, I was reading, I was reading an article today and uh, I said, when CJ Stroud gets, uh, when he gets time to throw, he is on point and um, the Panthers are ranked dead last in, um, in pass rush. So CJ Stroud should have all day. Uh, we'll see what happens, but um I do, I do really like C.J. Stroud in the mid-range. Um, Trevor Lawrence is dealing with an injury. He's listed as questionable right now. Um, we saw how questionable he was last week. And, um, I mean, he still only scored 18 points, but, I mean, the guy ran for almost 60 yards. So uh, he only threw for one touchdown. Um, now he gets Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh just helped Matt. You know, they, they, the defense hasn't been great, but they – they can play when they need to play, and it's in Pittsburgh. So I think I'm going to stay away from Lawrence. Um, first time I've written up Dak Prescott this year. Being a Cowboys fan, I, I'm not a Dak believer. I don't think I ever was. Um, honestly, when uh, when Cooper Rush came in for him, uh, I don't know, it was like two years ago? Or was it last year? I can't remember anymore. But anyway, when when, when Cooper Rush came in for Prescott, I was uh, all aboard the Cooper Rush train, man. I was like, this is going to be the same thing that happened with uh, him and Tony Romo. But um, Dak's just not the guy. He is a really good matchup. Um, as long as they can protect him on the offensive line, he's going to have time to throw. They do like to play to their competition, um, or the defense gets a lot of work, or Tony Pollard gets a lot of work. So at 6,100, it's pretty cheap. He's kind of been in that range all year. Um, and he's only he scored 25 against the Chargers before the bye week. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, silver Joe Burrow. I understand what um, I understand what Kirk Cousins just did to him, but San Francisco's back at home. I'm sure they're probably going to put a little bit of an emphasis on their defense. Um, so I don't. If I'm going to pay in the thousand range, I'm probably going to get to C.J. Stroud, um, just because he's got the better matchup. Oh, then we get into some ugliness here. Uh, Geno Smith at 59, I skip for him. Kyler Murray's still out. Jordan Love has not looked good all year long. Brock Purdy still uh, still going through concussion protocol, so we're watching him. Derek Carr, I don't like Derek Carr. Deshaun Watson is out. Gardner Minshew was the guy last week, 34.1 points. Um, I just don't like chasing that. It's another tough matchup against uh, New Orleans defense, and um, I just – I don't, I don't, I don't like chasing it. 
Um, at fifty four hundred, though, you know, twenty points gets you gets you tournament winning upside. So uh, Daniel Jones has been officially ruled out. So Tyrod uh, Taylor, not somebody that I mind. Twenty one point seven points against Washington last week. Threw for two touchdowns, uh, run eight times. Um, so Tyrod Taylor can really do it with uh, with his legs as well as his arm. I like with Tyrod in there. I do like Darren Waller a little bit more just because he found him early and often. And hopefully that's just kind of a sign of things to come. But um, I didn't write up. He's not my favorite. Uh, Russell Wilson going against the Chiefs. They didn't do anything last time, so I don't see it being any different. Um, Sam Howell against Philadelphia. So Sam Howell's only $5,200. And this is kind of the range where there's a lot of, like I said, you can either go pay down at quarterback and pay up everywhere else or pay up at quarterback and kind of be in the meh range. But uh, it is doable because there is some um, there is some value out there this week. So Sam Howell against Philadelphia. Last time he played Philly, um, put up 19.6 points at that price range. That's almost 4x the salary. Passed for 388, two touchdowns, one interception, and rushed four times as well. So I don't mind Sam Howell, especially now that they're at home. So you know maybe they have a little bit of a, maybe he throws one more touchdown pass being at home. It is a thing. So, you know, that 19 could turn to a 23, and that's uh, good enough to win a tournament. You know, if, he, if he's scoring a 23, that means that uh, Jalen Hurts has to score a, a 40 to really hurt you. Josh Dobbs going up against Baltimore. I mean, Josh Dobbs is running a ton, uh, but they just held uh, Jared Goff to not doing a whole lot. So stay away from Josh Dobbs. Um, Bryce Young against Houston. Houston gets after the quarterback pretty good, and Bryce Young's not very good. So if I was paying 5100 I'm going to go down to the next guy, and that's going to be Desmond Ritter. Tennessee is a pass funnel defense. Uh, Ritter's looked really good in the pocket. He uh, can also escape. He does a lot with his legs as well. Um, he rushed last week six, six rushes for 38 yards, and um, he rushed for a touchdown as well. So um, I do like Desmond Ritter a little bit more. Like I said, he was a he was the maker winning quarterback uh, two of the last three weeks, and uh, he gets another decent matchup here. So then after that, uh, Mac Jones, no, um, Kenny Pickett. He's really kind of come on the last his last two games. Um, wasn't there week uh, week six was a bye week. Uh, but 12 points against Baltimore, then 15 points last week against the Rams. Um, that's still only 3x, but um, he's starting to look a little bit better. He's starting to trust himself a little bit more. He's throwing the ball a little bit more. Uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren just aren't getting it done. He gets a good matchup against the Jacksonville defense. So I don't mind Kenny Pickett, although I didn't write him up. Tan Hill's out. Zach Wilson's not good. P.J. Walker, eh. um, I mean, really after that, the only other person I was really interested Sam Darnold. I uh, didn't write him up because at the time, I uh, heard he hadn't hit concussion protocol, but uh, Sam Darnold is, uh, he's if you're playing like cash or double ups, he, if he's out, um, Darnold's going to be the guy. You just lock and load him and then you can literally get Christian McCaffrey um, and you can really, you can have two 7K running backs and then you can have uh, right around $6,000 range for uh, all the rest of your wide receivers. So it makes your look really good. Um, so with that being said, that's all the quarterbacks. So we're going to jump into running backs right after this uh, 
commercial break from Ryan Allison Tattoo. Transform your body into a canvas of exquisite storytelling and profound self-expression with the skilled hands of Ryan Allison. Craft custom masterpieces that tell your unique story together. Ryan specializes in color tattoos as well as black and gray. He also practices a diverse range of styles. Whether you're passionate about anime, fantasy, mythology, pop culture, video games, movies, the esoteric, nature, creatures, dot work, black work, or you have your own ideas, Ryan embraces your distinct vision with an unwavering commitment to passion, precision, and originality. Each project he undertakes is a labor of dedication, a fusion of research, artistic ingenuity, and profound symbolism. His commitment to authenticity is nothing short of remarkable, infusing his very soul into every creation. From half and full sleeves to body suits, awesome back pieces, to majestic front panels, Ryan is the artist for anyone seeking powerful, breathtaking artwork. With every stroke of his needle, he weaves a tale that's as unique as you are. Don't settle for ordinary tattoos when you can elevate your ink to the extraordinary with Ryan Allison. Embark on your creative journey by booking a consultation with him and proudly exhibit your story on your skin. Visit Ryan at Why Not Ink Studio in North Park Mall or check out his portfolio online at ryanallison.art. Ryan Allison Tattoos. When you choose me, you're not just getting a tattoo, you're getting an experience. All right, all right. Welcome back, Ryan Allison Tattoo. Check him out, Why Not Studios over at North Park Mall. All right, let's jump into the running backs here. Um, obviously, we're going to start off with the prince himself, Christian McCaffrey. Highest prize running on the slate, and it's not even close. Um, but the dude is a stud. Uh, he, what, 16 straight games now with at least one touchdown? Um, oh, there's the cat. Hey, cat. Callie, don't come sit on my lap. Um, so, yeah, 16 weeks straight with at least one touchdown. Ugh. All right, now you got to go. <laughs> Get down. Oh. Um, did it all last week. I mean, only 23 points against Minnesota um, in a loss. The two weeks prior to that, 14 points each each of those weeks. But going up against pretty defenses, uh, they didn't have to do much against Dallas because they blew them out. And then uh, Cleveland really held them down all uh, that whole game. I think he was, he was half hurt. So, um, But decent matchup against Cincinnati here. I do like Christian McCaffrey if Brock Purdy is out. I do like him even if Brock Purdy is in there. But if uh, Darnold's in there, I see them definitely running uh, – running the ball a lot more. So Christian McCaffrey is always a, always a stud. Um, I skipped over Saquon Barkley. Nothing against the guy, but he just doesn't score well. Um, coming in a couple few weeks removed off that injury now. Um, he is getting all the rushes. He does get passing game work. He's got all the potential. The Jets defense isn't the greatest against the run. Um, but I just I feel like there's just better matchups at cheaper prices here. So I skipped over Barkley. I skipped over Moster. Um, he's still questionable. And he's still kind of, I mean, the guy's just not getting a full workload. Um, first it was uh, A-Chan. A-Chan was splitting carries with him. And now he's splitting them with uh, Ahmed. 
Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr.'s back. I mean, there's three running backs in that backfield. And if most of it's uh, even just a little bit hurt, if the other guys are healthy, I would rather play one of them at a cheaper price than, uh, than most hurt. Derrick Henry going up against Atlanta. Um, 700, I, like I said, I, I'd rather go down to the next guy. Atlanta's been a pretty decent defense. And if uh, if they're going to make uh, Levis and Ellis uh, try to beat them through the air, then just going to stack the box and try to stop uh, King Henry. Um, next guy, Tony Pollard. Usage in there for the guy every single week. Uh, he's getting tons of touches. He gets passing game work. He does it all. Cowboys are well rested coming back. Uh, the Rams defense hasn't been good against the run. So uh, I do like Pollard. He was kind of one of the first guys on my list. Uh, this next guy, though, is somebody that I, I pretty almost positive I'm going to lock and load him um, in pretty close to every lineup I do. Uh, Alvin Kamara, $7,300. We touched on him when we opened the show. Um, that dude is just, he's an animal. He's at 20.7 points in the four games that he's been back. Um, 14 targets in week four, three in week, uh, in week five, then eight, and then 14 again last week. 91 yards receiving last week. Um, the ball times 62 rush yards, no touchdowns. So he's doing all this work. He, he scored 29 points last week without a touch. I mean, imagine if he throws a touchdown in there. It, it sucks because Taysom Hill's in there, um, you know, and they're just, they've got so many different things that they can do at the goal line. But if Alvin Kamara can put it, uh, I mean, he's going to just smash back. And he's already over 4X. At the at the price that he was last week, you know, you throw in a touchdown, that's five x his, his salary, um, and I think it only grows from here. Um, I do think, you know, if he puts up another game, I think he's going to be just missing eight thousand next week. Uh, so I'm going to roster him in a lot. Um, Travis Etienne, if I'm not mistaken, he's one of the higher owned quarter or uh, running backs on the slate. Nope, I'm wrong. He dropped all the way to 14, but yeah, he, I don't know. I mean, he gets the volume. He gets the volume. They are going up against Pittsburgh. If the guy touches the ball, I mean, he's touched the ball at least, uh, at least 12 times every game. I'm an actor more than that if he's throwing his receiving. Um, so at least 15 touches every game so far this year. Um, he's not down. Uh, Tank Bigsby's not threatening him at all. So uh, ETN's a good pickup. And Walker, another guy who's getting all the work for his team. Uh, the rookie Charbonnet is just not not threatening him at all either. So he's even getting passing game work. Not a ton. He's not getting as much passing game work as ETN is. Um, so for the extra $200, I feel like you get more targets. But um, Walker gets a lot of the carries by the goal line as well. So Kenneth Walker is somebody. I didn't write him up, but um, he's somebody who's playable. Aaron Jones looks like he is uh, – off the injury designation, although he's not at 100% by any stretch, according to Matt LaFleur. So do with that what you will. Um, I don't know. Like, I still don't. I mean, AJ Dillon's sucking up carries from him anyway, even though AJ Dillon wasn't good when he was absolutely out. So I just, I don't know. Getting Aaron Jones, even though Minnesota doesn't defend the run very well. So uh, we'll have to see what happens here. But it's not my favorite play. 
Uh, then you get down to DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, same. I mean, he this guy's getting all the touches. Uh, nobody's challenging him in the backfield. Every once in a while, they'll bring in Boston Scott or Kenneth Gainwell to kind of give him a little uh, catch his breath. But um, DeAndre Swift's like the perfect like cash game quarterback. He's going to get you 12 to 15 points probably every game. He's going to get his looks. He's going to get passing game work. Uh, it's just a matter of he, you know, he's got the tournament upside, but uh, he's almost a lock for that. So, you know, you're looking for a floor in a cash game anyway. Um, I'm kind of curious on what Jonathan Taylor's role is going to be. Um, New Orleans defense is pretty good, but he's been splitting carries still with uh, with Moss, although Zach Moss, um, yeah, they were exact split last week, 18 carries apiece, but Zach Moss did not practice today. Um, and listed as questionable. So he was limited Thursday, but absent Wednesday and Friday. So if he's if he's hampered at all, um, like I said, the Saints are really good. They're just they're allowing uh, an average of 100 yards a game. I don't know that I'll get there, but um, if Jonathan Taylor's got the backfield to himself, maybe worth a look. You know, especially if they're handing the ball off. 32 times a game. You know, if Jonathan Taylor gets 25 of those, he is definitely uh, live to uh, make that payoff for sure. Somebody else we touched in in the opening, Isaiah Pacheco, 6,100. His price didn't go up from last week. Uh, 13 carries, 32 yards. All four of his targets for 28 and a touchdown. Um, now he gets the worst rushing defense in the league. So uh, I do like Pacheco again this week. I'll go right back to him. Uh, Bijan Robinson, we touched on him in the opening as well. Um, at 6K, he's definitely worth a look at the at a, at a, at a roster spot. Um, you know, we're just kind of waiting for that pop game. Uh, first two weeks, you thought he was the guy, but at his at his salary range, he was 8,000, and he was only putting up you know a 20 and a 24. So that's only 3x. Now, if he does that at 6K for us, I mean, you're that's what you want. You want a 24 a 24 point performance at 6,000. So he's definitely priced properly right now for what his ceiling has been so far. Um, next, same thing as Kamara. This is a guy I'm going to have a ton of. Brees Hall coming off a bye. He gets a decent matchup against the Giants. And uh, he's getting all the touches now. Um, and they came out and said that he was healthy uh, against Denver in week five. He really was healthy. 22 yards, 170, 22 attempts are 177 yards. He's getting passing game work. Um, Dalek is washed. He's not, he's not threatening him at all for touches. Um, he's more of a change of pace back now. So Brees Hall, he's going to be locked and loaded into all my lineups. Uh, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon was somebody who is super high owned third highest owned running back on the slate right now, as it stands Get that going up against San Francisco. Um, I guess if people are going to be on Joe Mixon, you know, Mixon is 20% owned in some of your contests, like that's a good thing not to take. Um, not to say that he can't get it done because there was, I mean, two years ago, there was a stretch of like four weeks in a row where he was in the, in the, in the top, the top lineup. Um, and then he was like, it was like, like six out of eight weeks that he was in the top lineup. So he can do it. He can get there. I thought this was going to be the year without Samaj P. Ryan stealing uh, touches from him. But, man, he just – Cincinnati's getting off to a slow start. And uh, going up against Francisco D, I just don't really trust it. Uh, so let me get into 
pretty tall. I skipped over Alexander Madison. I skipped over Zach Moss because he's hurt right now. Um, waiting on injury designation from him. I got the Gus Edwards. I wrote him up in my article, but kind of looking at his production. He's he's getting all the touches. I mean, he's getting, I mean, 15 carries, 12 carries, 16 carries, 14 carries. Um, he does get some passing game work. He got, you know, he caught a ball for 80 yards last week. Um, so he put up a 12.4, but he hasn't scored anything higher than a 12 since that or before that. So he can do it and he's in a good map to do it. But, you know, I mean, if you land on him, I guess if you land on him, you land on him. Um, I skipped over Ramondre Stevenson. He just hasn't been it. Yeah, just hasn't been it. And the Patriots always seem to have to play from down. I don't see this week being uh, anything different. Brian Robinson, um, last time against Philadelphia, 14 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown. He does get receiving work. You know, I didn't think that uh, Antonio Gibson was going to threaten him very much for carries, and uh, Antonio Gibson's definitely been uh, shipping some production. Here's a guy. God, I sound like Chris Collinsworth. Now, here's a guy. Um, so, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is like he's the bell cow, and he's getting bell cow work, and he's just not performing. Um, Great season last week or last season, but I mean, he gets passing game work. Um, so I don't know. I just at 5,300, I mean, that's a super cheap price, but I just don't, he just hasn't done it. So I skipped over Damian Pierce. Uh, Jerome Ford is now questionable. Like I said, um, surprised the Browns with how well he ran Thursday. The running back having tested his ankle out during Friday's practice, he now has a chance to play this weekend. So if Ford does play, it kind of just muddies the water on that Cleveland backfield. Um, and I was on Kareem Hunt. I did like Kareem Hunt at 5,200 if the backfield was his. So, um, yeah, you'll have to watch the injury status. If Jerome Ford's out, like Kareem Hunt, if Jerome Ford's in, it, it's going to be tough because uh, Pierre Strong is going to be getting uh, some carries too, I think. Uh, now this guy here. I feel like they've kind of taken the training wheels off a little bit. Um, Javonta Williams. Uh, everybody's kind of been up on him. I see him dropped out there in a lot of fantasy football leagues, but uh, I think he's just starting to come into his own. Uh, four targets last week, three of them for 14 yards, 82 rushing yards, which is his highest output by 30 yards on the season. Um, the Chiefs held him down last time, but the, I just felt like Denver always had to throw. So I could see this as a game where they maybe try to give the rock to Javon Williams to kind of slow the pace down and uh, really grind out some drives. So we'll have to see here. I do like Javon Williams, though. Uh, A.J. Dillon, I'm, I'm not a fan of A.J. Dillon with uh, Aaron Jones in there, even if Aaron Jones is in 100%. Aaron Jones is getting carries. I don't like Najee Harris. Tyler Algier at uh, 5,000, I'd rather just pay up for Bijan and his upside. Uh, Mason San Francisco is just not getting any work with Christian McCaffrey in there. Miles Sanders going up against Houston. Now, Houston does give up a lot of uh, – they're acceptable to the run, but I was more interested in Chuba Hubbard. But uh, Miles Sanders looks like he's going to play. Chuba Hubbard, I think, has carved out a little bit of a role in the backfield. So um, it's 
Like, what do you do? Same thing with Jalen Warren. I mean, he's splitting touches with Najee Harris. They're going back and forth. Eliza Mitchell with uh, CMC in there. Don't like that at all. Um, Darrell Henderson at 4,800. You got to watch him to see if he's even going to come back to the active roster. Um, a few guys here that I wrote up that one of them was kind of uh, based off an injury. So, and that's not going to happen anymore. So, uh, I'll take him off, but I'll tell you who he was. Um, but Cam Akers talked about him when we were talking about Alexander Madison. Cam Akers just, he's just the more explosive back, man. 10, 10 carries last week, 31 yards. Two catches for 30 yards on three targets um, compared to Alexander Madison, who had eight carries for 39 yards and then two receptions on three targets. The only the biggest difference was the fact that um, Cam Akers was doing just as much on the ground um, when he was getting handed the ball off and uh, did way more with his uh, his couple receptions that he got. So, I wrote him up, you know, if, if you needed a punt play, I, th- I feel like he's he's viable. He's going to get probably half the touches in that backfield. Uh, Green Bay's not good against the run, so we'll see what happens. Um, this guy here was a guy that I picked up in a lot of season-long fantasy leagues and then dropped him right away because uh, Damian Williams or Darrell Williams came out of nowhere and then Keontae Ingram came out of nowhere. Um, but Amari DiMercato. Um, he was supposed to take the reins two weeks ago, didn't get the touches in week six, then got the touches in week seven. Uh, 13 carries, 58 yards, five targets, four receptions, 17 yards, 11 points. Um, it's not quite what you need. And if you split carries with Keontae Ingram, um, yeah, I could see, uh, I don't know. But he's just super cheap. Um, after that, I wasn't a big fan of anybody. Uh, Royce Freeman. Uh, if uh, Mostert is out, you can look at uh, Ahmed or Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, but that's really kind of it for the running backs. So, uh, oh, Zach Charbonnet was the guy that I was going to talk about if uh, if Walker was out. Walker looks like he's in the play. So, uh, no thanks on Zach Charbonnet. So, let's uh, go ahead and have a commercial real quick. Uh, Route 96. And uh, we'll be right back to go over wide receivers, tight ends, and defense. For fantasy sake, has teamed up with Route 96 Boutique to raise a little more cash for Toys for Tots this season. From September 10th until the end of November, 10% of all purchases made with Route 96 on Sundays will be donated to us for our Toys for Tots drive. At Route 96, they believe in girl power. They want a place that people of all shapes and sizes can shop and feel empowered and beautiful. They want you to be the best you possible, and they are committed to bringing you different styles while also providing some basics to express the true you. You can find them on Facebook and at Route96Boutique.com. Route 96. Um, All right, we're going to kind of move through these wide receivers really quick. Uh, Not that we have really a time limit. We're just kind of rolling around here, but uh, spent a lot of time talking about uh, quarterbacks and running backs. All right, so you got Tyreek Hill, top of the slate, 9,500. Um, solid option. He's got to get 40 points, though. Um, can he do it? Absolutely. Uh, can he do it against New England? I don't know. Um, he didn't have kind of an outing against him last time, only 15 points. So it could make an emphasis to get it, the ball to him. Um, but who knows? Uh, but he's always a slot option. always has the 40-point upside. Um, after that was Cooper Cup at 9K. Um for the matchup, I think I'm just going to go to Hill. I'm going to pay that high. 
Then you have a huge drop off down to 8,100s to my Jamar Chase. I wrote him up. I do like him. Um, Jordan Addison just uh, torched the secondary. So uh, Jamar Chase, somebody who's got just as much talent, if not more uh, uh, of Addison. Actually, he's probably got more talent than Addison as of right now. But um, Burrow just had a bye week. Burrow looked good the last couple of weeks. Uh, Jamar Chase could smash here at 8,100. Um, hey, Brown, he's been on fire. He's the clear-cut number one. Um, I know last year it was kind of like him and Devonta Smith were, were priced a lot in the same range. But um, A.J. Brown is the guy, and that's gone to show. I mean, he's just put up 20-point performance after 20-point performance. I mean, since week three, since week two, he had 6.9 points since, and he hasn't scored less than 20, uh, 21. So, and then he's had a 40 and a 32-point game in, inside those. So, A.J. Brown is the guy. Um, last time against Washington was this game. He put up 41 and a half points. I don't see that being a thing, but uh, I would say he's definitely alive for, for 30 points. Um, I would say he's told. So we'll see what happens here. Um, Puka Nuku was it last week. Uh, eight catches, 154 yards. Yeah, touchdown. touchdown. Nope, no touchdown. So, yeah, just smashing out there. Um, just receptions alone. So um, at 8K or $7,900, it's tough, um, especially when you have a guy like Cup as well. I mean, who knows which week it's going to be? I mean, it's a coin flip. I guess for me, like if I was going to pick one of the two, um, I just pay down for Puka because um, he has the same upside. And uh, you know, if he's a little bit quicker, a little bit more spry than Cooper Cup is. You know, why not? Uh, C.D. Lamb, they're in a good matchup here. Um, if you go with Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb should be a stack piece. Him or Jake Ferguson. Uh, C.D. Lamb, when he gets, you know, he gets he gets the ball a lot. He's the number one target on his team. Um, good shot to go over 100 here, I think. Uh, get back on track after the bye. Jalen Waddles was somebody that I was kind of interested in because uh, Hill had a, a Q tag, but uh, that's since come off. I think Waddles still just priced way too high for what he's done this year. 7,500. He's got to get you almost 30 points just to pay off the price tag. So skip over him. Brandon Ayuk, same thing. Um, $7,000 now. $100 price uh, hike from last week. He's only scored over 20 points twice this season. And, um, you know, I know Debo's still hurt or still dealing with an injury. So Debo is still out. But, um, Brock Purdy just good, and I just don't I don't trust Purdy to make Ayuk look, uh, look good. Ayuk is a he is a good good wide receiver. Um, thought that for a little while, but uh, quarterback plays kind of hurting him. Um, DK Metcalf, I'm kind of staying away from DK Metcalf. Uh, he just doesn't do. I mean, he gets the ball, he gets targets, but now with the uh, Smith and Jigba kind of coming on, um, splitting it between the three of them. Uh, Devonta Smith, he just hasn't been it. He hasn't had a double-digit performance in three weeks. Um, A.J. Brown's sucking up all the targets, all the production. So I'm staying away from Devonta Smith. Adam Thielen, here's the next one I wrote up in my article. Um, he's been the guy averaging 22.6 points. I mean, even if he just scores his average, that's a that's that's 3x um, working on four. So um, he's going to be priced up a little bit too much here. Um, the only thing, I mean, Bryce Young could be just have a terrible day, but um, 
I do like Thielen. Uh, Pittman, Pittman came out and he was crying last week about how he doesn't know if he is, uh, he doesn't know how involved he really is. He only had two catches, but one of them went for a, a 75 yard score. So he had five targets. Josh Downs has kind of been the guy in Indianapolis, but uh, maybe with Pittman kind of, uh, kind of saying something about it, maybe Pittman uh, is, is more involved. I didn't write him up. Um, Chris Olave. Uh, uh, he was arrested on Monday for reckless operation of a motor vehicle. Um, but it doesn't look like it's done anything to affect him as of now. Um, I wrote him up just because they're in a good matchup against Indianapolis. Um, he should be able to exploit it. He doesn't have, hasn't really done a whole lot. Derek Carr is really kind of bringing down his value, but he does get targets, uh, 10 targets two weeks ago, 15 targets two weeks. He is live. Um, just kind of keep an eye. I don't know really what's going on with him with the rest and stuff like that. Um, Garrett Wilson, another guy who's just been brought down by just terrible quarterback play. Zach Wilson's just, it sucks. It sucks because Garrett Wilson is, you know, he should be, you know, he should be a $7,000 player. And I think with uh, Aaron Rodgers in there, he is. You know, I think he hovers more around 7,500. The guy's got so much talent, it's just kind of wasted right now. But he is getting targets. Uh, 12 targets last week, eight catches for 90 yards. So when Wilson is throwing the ball, Garrett Wilson is getting a, he's getting a touch. Um, Amari Cooper with P.J. Walker in there. Uh, P.J. Walker only scored 6.4 points, so naturally Amari Cooper just didn't have a big game. Um, and now they go to Seattle. Seattle's not very good defensively. But PJ Walker is not very good quarterbackly, so uh, let's see what happens here. Um, Debo Samuel's out. Tyler Lockett's got a Q tag. Um, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is now priced above Calvin Ridley. Uh, since week one, Christian Kirk has been, uh, I would say, the de facto number one wide receiver most weeks. Um, he's getting double-digit targets. He's getting a lot of targets. He's doing a lot with his targets. He's scoring touchdowns. Where Calvin Ridley is. Calvin really probably gets a higher ceiling, but he's got the lowest of low for floors. Uh, only 1.5 points last week, two weeks in a row under 10 points, um, and then four weeks in a row under four weeks in a row. He's had less than 15 points in three of them. So, yeah, like I said, he's he's got the potential for a 25-pointer, but he has a potential for a one-pointer. So I'd rather just pay up the one dot, a hundred bucks, and get the Kirk at the rate he's been playing. T. Higgins going up against Francisco. I mean, if they're going to blanket uh, Jamar Chase, he's always worth a look. Jordan Addison was the next guy that I wrote up in my article. Huge performance on Monday night. Um, this is the type of production you should see for the next few weeks with Jefferson off the field. Um, going up against Yair Alexander, but we just saw what he did to uh, Chardavis White. So we'll see what happens here. George Pickens. George Pickens is another guy in this five thousand dollar range. And everyone, this is what I'm talking about. The five thousand dollar range is, is where you need to hit um, from all from you know from fifty one hundred, even a little bit lower than that, um, all the way up to you know fifty seven hundred. I mean, you've got, I mean, you've got Addison, you've got Pickens, you've got Flowers, you've got Nico Collins, um, Terry McLaurin, who had a really good game. Or I think he was Philly. Yeah, his best game of the season against Philly last time at uh, FP three hundred. Uh, Marquise Brown, who was Zach Ertz out now, is going to be getting a, a few more looks. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jordan Love, but Christian Watson at 
I mean, I wrote up Addison, wrote up Pickens, wrote up Flowers, wrote up McLaurin, wrote up Marquise Brown, uh, Drake London, 5,100. I mean, he's been really involved in the offense lately, getting a lot of looks from Ritter. Uh, nine, 12, and seven targets, respectively. Doing a lot with those targets. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you look at, I mean, and, and another guy that we just found out, Robert Woods is out. Tank Dell, 4,900. He's probably somebody who I'm just going to plug in my um, CJ Stroud, like I said, was my favorite quarterback in that $6,000 range. Sucks that he's on the road, but he is favored. Um, they're coming off a box. Uh, Tank Dell does have an opportunity to, uh, to kind of show out here, uh, being in the number two wide receiver role. So, I mean, Drake Lund at 5,100. Uh, Rasheed Rice, not getting the volume, but he does get the looks in the end zone. Tank Dell at 4,900. Um, Michael Thomas at 4,900. I mean, he's been getting looks too. Um, yeah, no less than uh, no less than six targets in every game this year. So he's getting looks. Uh, Josh Downs, huge game last week. New Orleans is a little bit of a different animal. We thought Cleveland was a little bit different of an animal. So Josh Downs can get it done, and Gardner Minshew looks his way a lot. Um, I thought KJ Osborne was going to have a way better game against the 49ers on Monday night. Um, six six reception or six targets, five receptions, four yards. I mean, I don't see myself paying up for a whole lot of wide receivers, especially with all these guys down here. I mean, KL 4,900, Michael Thomas 4,900, Josh Downs 4,800, KJ Osborne, the number two wide receiver in Minnesota right now, 4,700. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne 4,700 for the Patriots. Just getting tons of looks. I mean, 11 targets, seven targets. Um, even against Miami, he got nine targets. I mean, so he's there and he's relevant. I mean, he's just kind of showing up. And uh, Mac Jones is really starting to look his way. Uh, Tyler Boyd, if you need a punt. Um, Jahan Dotson really hasn't done it a whole lot this year, but going up against Philadelphia, you know, he's worth a look. Um, Smith Digba, 300 is worth a look. Uh, Elijah Moore, the number two on that. I don't, I just, I don't trust. TJ Walker, but Elijah Moore. I mean, there's a Jones this week. There's no Robert Woods this week. Um, so, I mean, uh, Rashid Shaheed, another guy. I mean, DJ Chark, uh, Houston, you know, Wondell Robinson. Wondell Robinson at 3,700. I mean, literally, he's get, they're, get, they're all bucks. Um, and I could, I could continue to go down this list, but what I'm saying is, is you could probably fit one of these studs in your lineup and then pay down a little bit because there's options there. But I think that you can really pay up at quarterback, probably pay up for a more of a higher salary. And then literally, I mean, the values there at wide receiver and at tight end. Um, and then speaking of tight end, we're just going to jump right into it here. Um, not very many plays that I like that, um, that just jump off the board. Uh, kind of the same thing we have with the quarterbacks. You have Travis Kelsey, who totally $8,400. I mean, he's, he's, He's priced as high as Mahomes, um, you know, and, and if you look at him compared to um, wide receivers, I mean, he's he's priced higher than everybody but Cooper Cup and uh, Tyreek. So, I mean, but he's doing it. I mean, he's doing it every single week. I mean, 38 points last week, 24 the week before, 22 the week before that. I mean, the guy's just, he's an animal, so he's worth every penny. Um, it's just a matter of what you want to do with your lineup. Um, Andrews, Andrews is really starting to been, really come on 
the last few weeks. He's getting looks in the red zone. He's catching touchdowns. Two touchdowns last week. Um, 22 points at 6,400, you know, 22 points. He had a 25-point performance. I, I think that's he's, he could pop off. Um, I just 25 points just kind of seems like his his ceiling. And at 4,400, you know, I'd rather, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'd, I, if I were, if I were playing somebody, I wrote him up because he's, he's, it's either him or flowers in the Jackson's eyes. So I wrote him up just cause he's, he's a good option. Um, but then uh, I'd rather, I, I'd either a, a pay up for Kelsey or B I'd pay down for TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson got 12 targets last week, eight the week before that, eight the week before that. Um, Justin Jefferson's still out. You know, if, if, uh, if Yair Alexander is, Shutting down Addison, Hawkinson's probably the guy who's getting the looks then. So um, he he did kind of have a bum ankle or foot last week during the Monday night game, but he kept coming back in. And um, he doesn't have an injury designation this week, so we're good to go there. George Kittle just, I don't know, uh, 13 points last week at 5,400. That's not enough. Uh, He really only scored enough to pay off salary in tournaments one week. Brock Purdy just hasn't been it the last couple of weeks. So I'm staying away from Kittle. Um, Darren Waller, Tyrod Taylor's in. Tyrod Taylor, Laura. Uh, Waller is dealing with a hamstring injury. So just watch the injury report there. Dallas Goddard. Um, he gets looks on this offense. Kind of the number two on this team, I would say, over Devonta Smith. Um, so A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith. 4,600, he's starting to creep up a little bit in price, but he can get there. But, uh, you know, if the Eagles are looking to go through the run game or, you know, like I said, Cotton, he's got the upside. He can definitely pay off that price tag. But uh, I'd, I'd almost rather just either pay up or pay down this week. Um, I don't really like a whole lot of the mid-range salary guys, especially the guy like Goddard at 46, Ingram at 45, Taysom Hill at 4K. Um, it's not, not doing it for me this week. Um, Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz has had a, he had a good couple or three weeks before the buy 13 points, 19 points, 16 points, 3,900, um, 16 points gets you to uh, that four X salary that you're looking for. So Schultz is good. Um, Pitt kind of, he's still splitting with John Smith. He is getting a lot more looks now. Um, I don't know, like, yeah, he had that one pop game, but I'm not necessarily like all in on Kyle Pitts. Um, Hunter Henry was dealing with an ankle injury, but he's back. I still think uh, Mike Gusecki is the better play at um, at a way cheaper price. Uh, Jake Ferguson was somebody that I wrote up that I really liked, kind of in my first look lineup. Um, and then I've kind of since got off of him with the Zach Ertz news. But um, he's had a, last, a rough last couple of weeks, but it's the most looks in the red zone out of any tight end in the NFL. Um, he leads the league with 11. So, uh, or 11 red zone targets here for tight ends. So I do like Ferguson. I do think he gets back into the end zone this week. Um, David and Joku, uh, staying away from Luke Musgrave's guy. Um, that ankle injury, um, he got hit pretty hard too. Um, they find, uh, I don't know if they suspended the guy or not from Denver, but uh, I had Musgrave as my anytime touchdown guy last week. And of course he failed me. Sure, I was just not doing it for him. Uh, Johnny Smith, I'd rather play Johnny Smith over Kyle Pitts. Uh, that's just me, just because he's a little bit cheaper. 
Uh, Logan Thomas is boom or bust. He either gets targets or he doesn't. Um, Tyler Higby, same thing um, with Puka and uh, Cooper Cup. I think Tyler Higby has become irrelevant. Tyler Conklin's got a good matchup against the Giants. He's getting looks. He gets targets. Um, he seems to fall in the end zone one of these times, and he'll pay off his salary, no problem. Hurts on the IR. Kylan Granson, uh, he's out. Uh, Johnson, Chico Conquo have both been irrelevant. Um, Hayden Hurst is somebody that I wrote up. Uh, hasn't had a good week since week one, and that I was all over him week one, and I haven't talked about him since, and now we're back. Um, he gets looks. I mean, he, he's got nothing less than three targets every week since week one. Week one, he got seven looks. Um, all he needs is a red zone. He falls into the red zone, and he pays it. You know, he pays off the salary. Um, and then we already kind of talked about Trey McBride um, with no Zach Ertz. Uh, I could see Trey McBride uh, definitely getting a few more targets. Um, somebody else I don't mind is Noah Gray. We talked about Mike Kosicki. Uh, I know that Travis Kelsey's kind of been doing it all, but Noah Gray is out there quite a bit. Um, only one target last week, or maybe not Noah Gray. But uh, I, I do like Kosicki for sure. Um, he's out there half the time. He, he gets looks. Um, definitely needs a touchdown to pay off his price, but uh, he does get red zone looks. So that being said, we're rolling on to defense here. So we're going to end the night with defense. Only a few minutes over here. Um, I like the Eagles as the top. I don't think the Eagles should be priced as the top defense. I understand that Washington and Sam Howell is not good, but, I mean, look at what happened last time. It just not a good game. Um, only four points. So I don't think that warrants them to be the highest paid uh, defense on the, on the slate. Uh, Raiders, yeah, 4,200. 49ers defense hasn't been the greatest. Uh, going up against Cincinnati, who are pretty high-powered. So um, I think Burrow can exploit that. Um, New York Jets going up against the Giants. That's the first team that I wrote up. Uh, $4,000. Um, the Jets are winning. I think it's because of their defense, not because of their quarterback play or, or you know, Brees Hall. So the Jets defense and stacking them with Brees Hall might be a – might be a way to go about it. Um, the Chiefs, I mean, the Broncos just aren't good. Uh, the Chiefs held them to eight points last time. I could see another one happening here. Um, no to the Dolphins, no to the Saints. Being a Cowboys fan, their defense just hasn't looked, you know, get touted all year long, how great their defense is. And it's just like, it seems like we haven't been able to get after the quarterback. Um, and they, the Rams have two high powered off, or offensive weapons that could really, really probably do some damage. Um, no to the Giants, no to the Seahawks. The Texans was my next one, 3,300. They're kind of my minge. Um, Bryce Young just hasn't been good. Uh, and the defense has been able to force quarterbacks and mistakes this year. So I do like the Texans at 3,300. No to the Colts. Um, the Titans was somebody else I wrote up. I just think this game environment's really low scoring, so I think it plays in the favor. And um, with the offense just kind of playing the way it is for the Titans, I think the Titans are really going to have to uh, rely on their defense. So I do like the Titans, 3,100. Said no to the Browns. Said no to the Steelers, even though the Steelers probably not a bad play at 2,900. Um, but I do like Hawkins going up against Tennessee. You got uh, a rookie quarterback and somebody who's been in re- irrelevant since he came into the league. And Willis. Willis. So I do like the Falcons. They've been tough this year. Um, no to the Jags. No to the Packers. No to the Panthers. Uh, the Vikings. Vikings was somebody that I was, I mean, when I think when I first looked at it, I was I was all the way down in the bottom range. And I was like, you know what? The Vikings against Jordan Love, I kind of like that. Um, 
So I do like the Vikings here. No to the Rams, um, even though Dak, Dak will throw an interception most likely. That just always happens. Uh, no to the Commanders. Um, no to the Cardinals. No to the Patriots. No to the Broncos. Um, a team that I really do like, um, and I think you can really get down there and punt them at $2,200 are the Bengals. Uh, Purdy just, I don't know what's going on with Purdy, but he's just, he looks like he's seen ghosts. Um, he's back there just throwing the ball up, uh, just bad decisions. He hasn't looked good. Um, I don't know if, uh, if it's, if it's his time to kind of fail here, but, um, at 2,200, they kind of open up getting to those, uh, those just, you know, those next tier of, of running. So those next tier of wide receivers, if that's what you're looking at doing. Um, so, yeah, so I think, uh, Definitely floating on the under three thousand dollar range. I just think there's a, the between the Falcons, Vikings, and Bengals. I think there are uh, some really good options to uh, really open up your salary. Um, something else I wrote up in my article. If you haven't been following us on uh, on X or Facebook at uh, the For Frequency Sake Network, um, or uh, you can follow uh, uh, Dan um, at Gotham Gambling. You can follow myself at J uh, Fantasy underscore Sports on on X. Um, basketball's back. Um, if you're having a rough time with NFL, NFL has a lot of variants. There's, you know, there's a lot of different things that could happen. There's a lot of players. I mean, you look at matchups and stuff like that, but there's a lot of things that could, you know, I mean, just for example, like you look at matchups last week and Gardner Minshew shouldn't have had the game that he had going against Cleveland's defense, but he did. I mean, you, you can't predict that. NBA's back. NBA compared to all these other sports is with the least amount of variance. Especially once we get past these first couple of weeks, you're going to know who's playing what minutes, who's in good matchups, what's your plan, a specific pace, um, you know, who's worth their price, who's not. You can watch the injury reports and you know who's going to, you know, they come out and who's going to sub in for these guys, um, you know, if there's an injury. If they're playing on a back-to-back, who's going to sit in the back-to-back? Um, this is kind of where I really started my daily fantasy sports winning mentality was last year, right at the tail end of the NFL season and then into NBA. I won a lot of money on NBA. Not like, not like, oh, hey, I mean, obviously not a ton of money. I have an unfinished basement down here. Because um, if I won that money, I you know, would have paid somebody to do it and I have a really nice studio. But um, NBA, I mean, I was winning, there was... I think uh, a two-week span where I won probably twelve hundred bucks um, off of three NBA contests. So, if you haven't tried NBA, I don't watch NBA. I, I have I have no clue what I'm talking about when it comes to the NBA. But playing DFS, I've slowly started to learn. Um, and and myself and Dan, who is a uh, Gotham gambling on on uh, X, uh, we started doing a ladder challenge. So. You start to just see some of these these uh, these um, God, I can't think of the word now. You start to see some of these patterns, and you start to see you know what players are doing what, and you know maybe who had a good game last time, and who they're focused on this time, and who's getting the minutes, who's not getting the minutes, who gets the foul trouble, who doesn't get the foul trouble, you know, who has the high ceiling, who has the floor. Um, I mean, you can re- and, and and a lot of this stuff is all free. I mean, you can get onto any website. I mean, you can literally type in DFS plays for fantasy basketball, and it's going to bring up a hundred different websites. Some of them are pay websites, yeah, but a lot of them aren't. Like, you can go in and they've got free articles that you can read. 
or free YouTube videos you can watch that literally break down the whole NBA slate. Now, are you going to get are you going to get good after a week or two? Absolutely not. It took me almost the half the half the first season to even even sniff the cash line. But then after that, it started to become easy because it was like, okay, I know that. Um, you know, I mean, last year, just for example, like you know that uh, um, Nikola Jokic is is almost live for a triple double every single game. Is he expensive? Yeah, absolutely. But the guy's going to be in there. He's going to get his looks. Um, you know, then you had guys like Damian Lillard, who if anybody was out for the Trailblazers, Damian Lillard was a guy. I mean, and he was putting up, you know, 70, 80 points all the time. And then sometimes DraftKings just doesn't price these guys right. Um, and because NBA happens every single day, it's hard for them to keep track of who's injured, who's out, who's not playing. And then when you have a, a middle of the day uh, injury report and say, you know, you've got Jason Tatum's out. Um, okay, well, Drew Holiday's probably the guy who is going to benefit or, you know, or just for an example, you know, you just know that those minutes are going to be there now all of a sudden for a guy. So if NFL is not working for you, regardless of whether or not you know anything about basketball, give NBA a shot. Look up a few things. Do a couple things on there. Um, it, it's, it's a little tough to navigate right now just because at the beginning of the season, there was a lot of offseason moves. Um, you got a lot of guys on a lot of different teams who are doing a lot of different things. Um, give it a couple weeks. And then hop on and start looking. You're going to start seeing the guys who are, who are, you know, locked into 30 minutes a game. You're going to start seeing the guys who shoot three pointers and who get hot from three point land. You're going to see the guys who are going up against uh, a team that can't rebound very well. Um, and and it's going to get easy. Um, and like I said, it's 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 predictable. You can predict what's going to happen in NBA, where in NFL you really can't. You're really going off of hey, you know. This guy's in a good matchup or, hey, this guy's mispriced. Um, and then you're just kind of sitting on a hope and a prayer. So um, that's kind of my spiel. I wrote it at the end of my article. So if you get on and look at my article on Substack on uh, the Four Frequency Sake Network, um, you can read a little. It's about four paragraphs about uh, about NBA and how uh, you can kind of turn uh, maybe turn your NFL woes into your NBA highs. Um, and NBA is a long season and you don't have to wait every, you know, you don't have to wait a week to play. You can play every day. Um, so that's going to do it. Uh, we ran a little bit over time, hour and 20 minutes. Um, but for those of you kind of stuck around who are going to watch this later, appreciate you guys. Um, this is the four frequency state network. We're brought to you by Durham remodeling and Ryan Allison tattoo. Uh, check those out. Uh, you can see me on X at uh, J fantasy underscore sports. Um, I'll be back on Sunday with the guys. We're going to do the, uh, the Sunday live show. So I'll be hosting that. And then next week, uh, check out my article. It comes out at 10 AM on Fridays and then Friday night at 7 15 right here on the network. We, uh, Brian and I, and hopefully Brian's back next week because, uh, I get kind of lonely, but, uh, Brian back next week. We'll, uh, we'll talk about the slate. We'll get into week eight, nine. It feels like halfway done guys. It just, rough it's rough you wait all this time for it and then you get there and you're just like well it's over already so uh yeah we're halfway through the nfl season we're pretty 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 darn close anyway so uh yeah that's it so if you got no questions it's been kind of lonely in here nobody wrote me any questions there's only one guy watching yeah check the video we've got some good uh good content out there and then join us uh sunday at 10 o'clock for the the main show
uh, while we break it down. We've got anytime touchdowns. We've got bets. We got it all. So uh, thanks for hanging out with me tonight, guys, and uh, I'll see you next Friday.